The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive with Dr. Rebecca Risk. Do you ever feel that even though nothing seems seriously wrong and you pass all the medical tests, that you still feel that your health, pain, and fatigue are completely out of control? It doesn't have to be that way. Listen to the tips and suggestions given on our program today and take back control of your health. Now, here is Dr. Rebecca Risk. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Following Through the Cracks. Today, we're welcoming Fraser Bailey all the way from Australia. He's the director of the documentary Emotion. Fraser, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Rebecca. So, um, what made you want to make this movie, Emotion? Um, well, so basically, for a living, I make TV commercials. And I suppose the pivotal moment for me was. Um, about 10 years ago, I got chronic fatigue and I was kind of always interested in, you know, health and spirituality since I was a teenager really, but kind of getting chronic fatigue kind of catapulted my journey and, you know, basically I had to finances to get my health back and basically in this quest to get my health back, um, you know, and kind of looking outside the, the box of, of Western medicine, I started to come across you know, how important emotions were, you know, to your overall health. And, you know, I suppose definitely inspired by, you know, films like What the Bleep, I kind of thought, well, you know, no one's really talking about this. So, um, you know, my, my uh, spoke to my business partner and said, you know, I think we should make this movie on emotions. And he said, okay, let's do it. So, we, you know, hopped on a plane and, you know, kind of went around the world and, and started interviewing people and, I think that's how it all began, really. Well, you know, I, I think you're right. Not a lot of people are talking about it. There's a bit of a trend right now about mindfulness, but um, although we can be mindful of ourselves, that doesn't mean we're working on those emotions that are trapped in our body, like your documentary talks about. You know, I think we don't even realize a lot of that is happening. Exactly. I mean, you know, mindfulness is definitely, you know, one path and, you know, my documentary is, I suppose, proposing another idea that, you know, we're, we're carrying these uh, traumas, trapped emotions or, or baggage, I suppose we call it, and, you know, and that these are a part of the ailments. You know, obviously, as you know full well, it, you know, it's, it's holistic. It's not just one thing and there's diet and heavy metals, etc. but emotions is, you know, a large, you know, a large component of your overall health. Well, you know, I, I'm sure you probably experienced this when when you were going through um, trying to figure out what was going on with you. And and anybody who you know, if you know, I had this when I was trying to figure out that I had Lyme. Um, I was always told it was emotional. It was in my head, and uh, there is always a component of that. I think with any chronic illness, you can't um, whether the emotion is causing the illness or the emotion comes because of the illness, you can't be a human being without there being some sort of emotional component to what's happening to you. 
A hundred percent. I mean, yeah, that's and yeah, it's like yeah, <laughs> the chicken and the egg. But yeah, obviously, you know, your emotions get even more triggered because yeah, you, you know, you're so exhausted, and you know, it's everyone around you is kind of thinking, you know, is he <laughs> is he being for real kind of thing, and um, yeah, there's obviously added emotional layers that happen when you when you get sick for sure. So in the the documentary, um, you talk about the subconscious mind. Which uh, can you just explain what what that is? Sure. I mean, yeah, I think you know Freud was probably the one who brought it to you know popular consciousness. But you know, I suppose the way I understand it is, you know, obviously we have a conscious mind, and that's you know what I'm using now to talk to you. And then this subconscious mind, which is you know kind of not it's a lot bigger. So, you know, some set. There's there's different there's kind of different um, you know sizes of how much more powerful the subconscious mind is you know is it a thousand times ten thousand times a hundred times who knows but it's far more powerful than the conscious mind and you know obviously it controls things like your breathing and your heart rate and enables you to you know play guitar and eat a meal at the same time but I think also the you know the subconscious mind is kind of like we are on basically you know we're, it's like we're in a, in a habit most of the time like I think it's they did tests where 95% of your thoughts were the same thoughts that you thought the day before kind of thing and so basically the subconscious mind is you know is the is the computer that's kind of controlling a lot of your thoughts and basically our you know our traumas and our trapped emotions can, you know, have a big part in in controlling the subconscious mind. Well, so so how does that work? If we have a trauma, how is that controlling our subconscious? Um, well, I think basically it's putting like a lens of perception. So, you know, for instance, you know, if you grew up and um, you know your dad taught you that all men were bad and kind of thing and then you kind of believe that and that was kind of you became your belief system then you know as you grow older you start to manifest this thing of basically you know all men are all men are bad and that's your belief system but then and that's a kind of emotion that you're carrying around and then that you know when you basically release that that thought pattern or emotion then you know then you know you won't be attracting the men into your life who are always mean kind of thing in, in very simple terms. Okay, so um, when when we're just trying to think about the movie, um, when we're trapping those emotions, mm-hmm. is that is that changing something in us as well? So, say you know, I go through a traumatic breakup. Is that going to change my what things that I do in my life? Yes, I think um, yes. So, if you have the traumatic breakup and. I mean, I don't really go into this in the film, but what I've kind of come to believe is it's essentially all about forgiveness. So if if you've got the boyfriend who was who wasn't good to you, um, and then you hold a massive grudge, that's where the charge lies, which affects your physical body. And if you can get to a to a place where you can forgive him one hundred percent, and when you think of him. Um, there's there's zero charge and you know he doesn't annoy you and you don't even think about him anymore and you wish him well and send him on his loving way 
then from I think from there that emotion is gone. Well, I think that makes sense. I mean, it, it, it's um, you know thinking of something that that can make you angry. So if you're still angry at the ex, of course just talking or thinking about it can make you feel angry. So would that be what you're saying where we're still holding on to those emotions because we're feeling angry just thinking about them? Exactly. And then, you know, what, what, what I you know, mentioned in the documentary and what the Chinese medicine have known for thousands of years is that each emotion pertains to an organ. And in, in the case of anger, it um, is liver. And so basically that is having an effect on your liver by basically you know, having this angry thought towards your, your boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend or the person who owes you money or whatever and therefore it's putting stress on the liver and in, you know, on an energetic level is you know, causing it stress and then on a physical level over a long period of time is causing it to break down. Yeah, as as a doctor of Chinese medicine, I love that you're you're saying that, um, <laughs> you know, and it and it does seem to hold true. I I find that people are, um, you know, there's those those connections. But then, of course, um, what what people really need is is what to do about it, which the last half of your um, documentary talks about, and we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but one thing you talk about a lot in the movie is that our bodies are pure energy. And I know that that's some people, it's a new thought to them. So can you just uh, explain that? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, the great thing about this is that, you know, that thought would have been kind of coined a pretty new age um, term. But now it's very much a cutting edge science term. Um, and essentially, you know, what science and the quantum physics has has shown us is that you know if we magnify our body and we go in and we go into the cell and then we kind of magnify into the cell into into the particle and we keep going further with these you know electron uh, microscopes you know get to the subatomic particle and the sub subatomic particle that once we go further and further what we're seeing is that it's just basically 90% empty space and then it's just the the thing vibrating at a frequency that gives our five senses the illusion that you know we are kind of uh, physical, if that if that makes sense. Yeah, I I I think so. Um, and it, you know, when we when we're having these emotions, I mean, we know that anger affects the liver, but um, are we having physical effects as well that's disrupting you know the energy or or anything else in our body? Yes, I mean, I mean, you know this better than anyone. That, that, that you know, I think it, it starts as the energy, and then it manifests in the physical, like the Chinese knew. And so, if the emo, you know, the emotion is energy, um, and then, and then, therefore, when that energy is distorted and not flowing, then it eventually manifests as the. Um, you know, basically the distortion on whatever the organ or part of the body is that that uh, particular emotion is affecting. Well, there was an interesting part in the documentary. I think it was, you said Dr. Halmer, and he did brain scans on people. And what he found, I found quite intriguing. Um, Can you you tell us about that? Yeah, I mean, this this was a real game changer for me because – you know what we've just talked about um, for some people may you know be hard to swallow, but this is kind of hardcore science at its best. In that, what 
I'm not sure 100%, but the way I understand the story is Dr. Harmer's son died and with his son's death, he then got testicular cancer and instead of thinking, you know, kind of cancer attacked him like, you know, the media and everyone wants you to believe, he posed the question, did the loss and the death of his son cause his cancer through the emotional trauma, which you know, obviously is as big as it gets losing, you know, losing your son. And so basically he started to, to look into that and he, what he did was he scanned patient, cancer patients' brains and what he found on the brains was there, there was a concentric ring that appeared. Now, if you kind of imagine that the, you've got the brain but it's kind of different areas of the brain pertain to different organs. So he's testic- I'm just making this up for the, for the story but you know, testicular cancer could have been on the top front left of the um, brain. Why, you know, breast cancer could be, could be bottom right. And what he saw was that different people with different cancers, uh, a, a, a ring would appear on the brain scan and then he was able to map out each cancer and, you know, what that cancer meant but then he realized that the, the, the huge emotional trauma is what caused it. And then so he looked into um, different ways of releasing the trauma. One of them I, I mentioned in the, in the film. Um, and then, you know, kind of the mind-blowing part of it was he had like over – this guy got totally persecuted, by the way, and he's still in hiding now. But he um, – he had an over 90% success rate with cancer, which is huge. And what he found was that once he cured the person of cancer from getting rid of their traumas was that the concentric ring scanned the brain, when he re-scanned the brain, would disappear. Wow. Um, you know, it, it's I've done lots of shows about how powerful our minds are and um, you know I think it's studies like that and and things like that where we really need to realize that we're, we're we've been ignoring it for a long time you know Western medicine is saying you're I mean you go to your doctor and you can only talk about one thing at a time anyway let alone the whole thing that's happening to you, the emotional part the physical part all the symptoms and everything so you know I, I just I think that we're um, not realizing what we're doing to ourselves by ignoring most of ourselves, really. Totally. Yeah. Um, we are going to take a quick break. We're talking today with Fraser Bailey. He's joining us from Australia, and he is the director of the documentary Emotion. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso. To bust through the myths about feeding your baby, Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time 
on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Falling Through the Cracks with your host, Dr. Rebecca Risk. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Risk. The email address is anantacalgary at gmail.com. Now, back to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Today, we're talking with Fraser Bailey. He's joining us from Australia, and he's the director of the documentary Emotion. So, Fraser, um, one thing that I found, um, you know, it wasn't a surprise, but it kind of um, brought my awareness to how much we're not dealing with this, is that 80% of illnesses are stress-related. And then when we think of how stressed out we all are, I, I just think that that's a little amazing to think about that. Yeah, totally. And I think intuitively, you know, most of us kind of know it and, and feel it. And, you know, we've all kind of witnessed, you know, people close to us kind of, you know, age 10 years in, in one or two because they've you know, had a chronic stressful situation happen to them. And, you know, I think in this documentary, you know, I'm basically just re- really reminding people of that um, and hopefully, you know, putting it in an entertaining manner for them kind of thing. Um, so, you know, I, I, in my journey, um, in my, my health journey, I, I was told, um, like I said before that, um, you know, it's all in my head and I'm young and I'd get over it. And then, um, um, when I was diagnosed with Lyme, I actually, I didn't want to look at any of the emotional stuff. And I'm sure there's a lot of people thinking this, well, I have this physical thing, but I, I know that in the process, if, if I hadn't had the anxiety that I had, you know, even as a small child, my immune system would have been stronger. And then maybe I wouldn't have had, you know, the health issues that I did have to the extreme that they were there. So now I'm kind of circling back and, and, you know, looking all that where yet we, there are physical things that we have to do and detoxing. Um, and, you know, if there's an infection or heavy metals or whatever, but there's also always that emotional component that can be blocking our way through some things. Yes, definitely. And that, I mean, <clears throat> that's the thing, you know, it's, you've got to attack it. I don't, I shouldn't use the word attack, but you should, you, <laughs> you've got to come at it from, um, you know, a holistic approach. And like you said, you know, the diet and the detoxing 
and you know the emotions is a big component and yes exactly like yourself when I heard that it kind of triggered me and I didn't really want to know about it and kind of you know the felt that the person who was telling me this was kind of talking down to me and belittling me kind of thing um, but eventually you know you just kind of got to take ownership and, and charge and and the thing is you know we all have them we all have them and um, to you know different degrees and you know I, I kind of feel like I've come from a, a pretty privileged background really but um, you know we still as you know someone who's had a, a great upbringing we still kind of have um, you know toxic emotions that we've held on to for whatever reason well yeah I think we all, we all have we can't we can't be human without it um, now it over time what what happens to us when we're holding on to these toxic emotions or when we're under a huge amount of stress well I think you know like I mentioned before it's 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 basically distorting the energy field and um, you know just like Dr. Hamer worked out that the the brain map you know that that center of the brain correlated to you know the liver or the breast you know or the lung cancer or whatever you know everything's interconnected and and just like you understand with meridians and stuff it's all it's all connected it's like we're really more electrical system than we are a kind of a biological system in the western medicine paradigm and so you know because the stress is distorting the energy field as that energy field just keeps distorting and distorting then it manifests in the in the physical way of distorting the liver or distorting the lung um, and so on um, so I mean it, it sounds like we all need to be on top of this and learning this as a child but I, I don't think you know most of us are <laughs> or have um, but at, at the same time I mean you you talked about how we can also inherit emotions um, you know study with with mice just talk about that study just so we can understand that yeah that was a, um, a study in the University of um, Utah from memory and what they did is they wanted to um, they were basically testing epigenetics, so seeing things that got passed on um, beyond just genetics kind of thing. And with the experiment, what they were doing was they were getting mice and they were electrocuting them, shocking them, at the same time presenting them with cherry blossoms. And then basically where it got strange was when they had their offspring and the second offspring they would present the offspring with cherry blossoms without electrocuting them and these uh, mice would get very stressed out about seeing the cherry blossom. So this kind of experiment proved that kind of traumas get passed on from one generation and to the second generation. And, and I think it could possibly go further but I'm only speculating. Well, you know, I, I remember reading a study done on um, Holocaust survivors and then their children, and their children had the same cortisol or stress response than their that their parents did that had gone through the Holocaust. So they had this the same trauma passed on to them, the same stress response. So it's a, it, I think on on that that same line. So I think if we're not um, addressing these issues and then we're, we're just passing them on and they're they're going down the road and down the road. Yep, exactly. Um, you also talked in in the movie that 
you know, the negative emotions are addictive. Um, can you talk about that? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's. I mean, I think it's. Yeah, like I said, that you know, ninety-five percent, you know, of our thoughts, you know, we're in kind of repeat, repeat mode kind of thing, and so these, you know, these uh, trapped emotions, traumas that we're hanging on to, then the the pattern repeats, and you know, like like I mentioned, the you know, re- attracting the same partner into your life, you know, it's the same kind of story, which we illustrate in the movie, but you know, it's a, a, a different different person, but. You know, we all have friends close to us and you see them attracting the same partner over and over again and it's the same kind of ending and, you know, it's kind of, it's almost unbelievable kind of thing and it's an, until they change, you know, re- either release the trauma, have the forgiveness or change their kind of thought pattern, um, then the, you know, it basically just keeps repeating itself and... And I think also from an addictive point of view, um, I think we're also kind of addicted to substances. I mean, I'm, I'm no angel. Coffee's my vice, and um, but even you know, even if it's as weak as coffee or, or strong as heroin, we use substances to basically avoid emotions and, and for some people it might be a substance it could be computer games or an addiction to something else and essentially you know is that often we don't really want to feel into you know what we've really got going on and so to avoid that we, we t- some people it's overeating some cigarettes and and so on but I think you know we all have kind of addictions and many a time it's because we just don't want to face the real painful trauma that we've got. And so we avoid it, um, you know, with addictions. Well, I, I, you know, thinking about emotions being addictive as well, it makes me think of like even just gossiping um, or complaining about something. It's definitely, it feels pretty good to do that if you're in that headspace, you know. And uh, um, I, I can see, you know, that it feeds that the emotion too like we talked about that you know thinking about something that makes you angry if that emotion is there I I would think that complaining about it would also feed the emotion that's trapped inside you so it's still being able to breed itself or I don't know if that's how it works yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so when we're talking about all of this of course what are um people's options in our mainstream medicine to help deal with with their emotions or the pain or illness that it's causing? Well, yeah, in terms of mainstream medicine, um, <laughs> I suppose I should, I should say first, you know, like if I'm in a car accident, I don't, you know, I want mainstream medicine, <laughs> mainstream medicine by my side. I don't, I don't want a crystal healer. But I think when it comes to chronic disease, I think Western medicine is like a hundred years behind, and you know, still treating the body like it's a you know physical building block kind of thing. And obviously, their answer to everything is drugs or surgery. And um, you know, you know, don't get me wrong. There's people who are in such a bad case that drugs just gets them, you know, through life. And and I appreciate that, but. I think, you know, if, if only they could get to the trauma that's causing the issue and free up the trauma so they don't need the drugs, I think, you know, that's where it's at. 
Well, and, and if we go back to what Dr. Hallmer found with the brain scans, if you cut out the tumor, it, wouldn't there still be a spot on the brain that's related to that? Yes, exactly. And it, and it, so, and it'll basically yeah, just come. It'll just it'll just come back again. Yeah, and so we'll still it'll just and, and and you know a lot of people that have cancer, of course, it comes back, and I'm just wondering if it's because there's the unresolved issues and that spot's still on the brain of the unresolved issue. That's what that's what I believe. Yeah. Um, so how do we overcome these negative emotions? So I mean, yeah, in, in, like you said, in the third act of the film, I go through different um, modalities um, to help. And you know, I think what I kind of discovered um, is that there's not really one um, modality that works well for everyone. Um, you know, I did a lot when I was sick. I did a lot of tapping. I tapped myself silly, but um, I didn't really. It didn't really help me out. But for some people, you know, they've done a lot of tapping and they think it's marvelous. So that's, you know, I still include it in the in the documentary. But, you know, I think if if you can if you can do the forgiveness, but that's very tr- that's very tricky to to do that. So in the documentary, uh, there's an exercise, an ancient uh, Hawaiian kahuna exercise called the aponopono. And it's really, really simple. So simple, you probably think that I'm, I've lost my mind. But it's, um, it's just the statement. It's I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. So, so in in the case of the broken heart, and if your girlfriend's name was Alison, whatever you say, you know, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Alison, for you know for breaking my heart, or I'm sorry, Alison, for breaking your heart. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. And basically, you sit, you know, you sit in a quiet place and you do this and it is profound. And within, a, if you're doing it properly, within a minute to five minutes maximum, you will be crying your eyes out. And that's when you know that you've hit the emotion and, um, and that you're releasing it. But, um, you know, there's other, there's other, uh, other modalities we go into, like the emotion code and, um, Actually, there's a couple of new modalities I want to chat to you about, which aren't in the documentary I've discovered since, but would you know love to pass on to your audience. Okay, well, I, I think we'll we'll take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about the emotion code and then those, those other things, so people can um, help them themselves with this. Um, so today we're talking with Fre- Fraser Bailey. He's the um, director of the documentary Emotion. We'll be back shortly. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
If you have been experiencing addiction issues, be it drugs, alcohol, or something else, you know what it means to feel alone in the world. The Power to Create Yourself with host Ross Ramin is here to prove that you don't have to feel this way. There are others who have been there or are still there, and together we can sort out the truths and the lies in order to reveal the true essence of your character. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to Falling Through the Cracks with your host, Dr. Rebecca Risk. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Risk. The email address is anantacalgary at gmail.com. Now, back to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Today, we're talking with Fraser Bailey. He's joining us from Australia to discuss his documentary, Emotion. So, Fraser, can you explain what the Emotion Code is? Yeah, Emotion Code was um, the work of Dr. Brad, and he was a chiropractor. And basically, you know, he was in in his practice. And what he, you know, he basically realized that, um, you know, emotions were the big cause of um, most of his patients' ailments. And what he did, which was the the genius and what he did is he mapped out all the emotions and he put them on a chart and so he got every single emotion you know you, you name it um, you know happiness to sadness to anger and so on and he put them on a chart which enabled him to muscle test to find what the um, emotion was with the patient that he had and so he put it in kind of two rows row one row two and then he put them into columns so you know, within 30 seconds, he could find the emotion because he go, muscle test isn't row one, yes isn't row two, no, okay, it's from row one. And then he'd find, find which column it was in and then he'd go, ah, okay, so, you know, um, it's sadness is, is the issue. And then he would find out the age, he'd muscle test to find the age. And then he was working with Nick and Magnets at the time and uh, he was doing a, diff, a, a really long clearing system uh, which came out of TBM, which I'll, I'll talk about a bit later. But And he had the nick and magnet and he just decided to, um, what if I use this nick and magnet and rub it down the governing meridian, which basically goes from the nose to kind of the, the straight up through your past your face and then down past your neck and the governing meridian, a lot of the meridians join the governing meridian. And so he got the patient to do that and then what he, you know, what he found was that the, that emotion of sadness, once it was in the person's conscious mind because he told them it was sadness and it was when you were eight years old and then the person thought about it and went, oh, yeah, that was when, you know, my dog died or whatever and then he did the magnet and then he retested and found that that emotion had gone. 
And so that was kind of the, the birth of the, the emotion code, and which is then further developed to the body code for, for other things. Um, but essentially, it's, it's such a brilliant chart. Um, and it doesn't matter what kind of modality you're using to clear, it's the best system to find out you know, what the, the issue is. Um, so what what uh, reactions or changes do people um, see after they do this? Well, I mean, for me, you know, I, I did quite a bit and when I interviewed him was my first time and uh, I remember uh, we did it for the whole crew and afterwards, you know, we just felt so energized and felt, you know, had all this energy and yeah, basically just a great sense of well-being kind of thing is what we had after he did a session on us. Um, and like the movie mentions, you know, it's the old onion layer effect is that, you know, he was removing layers of the onion and then, but then the next layer, you know, pops its little head up and you've got to deal with that. Um, but it's, you know, it's a, a great system a very simple system and um, some people don't like doing the cathartic stuff and crying and um, and so I think this is a really user-friendly way of doing it and, and the other beauty is um, you can do it via Skype so you can you know call up an emotion code practitioner over Skype you know I'm in I'm in Brisbane they're in um, Utah and they can work on me because um, you know energy is everywhere and that's non-local and so they can be a surrogate and test for me and you know I just use my magnet at my end in Australia and you know we kind of work on removing the the emotions that are coming up. So when when you say test for you I'm assuming that you're talking about the muscle testing that you talked about in the movie. Yes exactly the muscle, muscle testing so I mean that yeah it's a, it's a bit kind of uh, out there for some but um, you obviously muscle test for yourself um, and then you know, you, you, you obviously your muscle testing for people in your clinic all the time, but you're with them and then kind of bending the brain one step further is that you can m- muscle test for someone else. So, um, you know, I can basically you kind of get to the surrogate test where I can test for Rebecca and then when the body says that, yes, yes, you are Rebecca kind of thing after, you know, doing the, the statements, then I can muscle test for you. Um, but it, you know, it's you know, like brushing your teeth, muscle testing. The more you do it, the better you get. And um, you know, I, I, obviously, if you just went and started muscle testing and then tried to you know muscle test for someone else across the country, you mightn't be too accurate in the beginning. But it's, uh, it takes time. Well, we do a form of muscle testing in in my office here called autonomic response testing, and it's often a surrogate is used um, just depending on what's going on and you know it, it's um, I love it because we get answers that um, we're we're not seeing otherwise just with you know intuition and training but it's really about that person not what I know to to be what to help them if that makes sense so you know the it we everybody's individual and uh, you know when I look at the the patient they're going to need something different you know you probably had a different emotional issue that he cleared than you know your camera guy totally different exactly totally you know different different age totally different emotion um but you know what was cool is that we all really felt it and um you know it was tangible 
Okay, good. So you said before the break that there's a couple of things that weren't in the movie that you found recently. What are those? Okay, yeah, there's two things. There's two things. Um, so uh, there's one, it's called S-A-V-E, and it's an acronym for something, but you, your viewers can, if they Google uh, S-A-V-E and Tim Tula, he's the he's the founder. He's, he, it's, it's very, uh, he hasn't really got it out there on a big scale yet. But he is basically gone from where the chiropractors, like Dr. So there's a thing called TBM, which stands for Total Body Modification, which is an amazing modality for basically for your well-being. And it, it uses muscle testing. Um, and then how it differs is it uses the spine. So like uh, acupuncture has the, the circuit points that um, free the energy of the um, of the organs. The, everything is also connected to the spine. So it'll test and see what's going on, whether it's all you know with the organs, whether it's heavy metals or emotional or um, parasites, diet, etc. And then they'll correct it by using that. You've seen the chiropractic kind of trigger gun. I don't know the technical name, but where they kind of put into the back of your spine. And so, basically, TBM is, is for, just going back a bit. TBM is uh, a great thing that all your listeners who are keen on, you know, better health should look into. If if you Google tbmseminars.com, uh, you can put in your the city you live in and it'll tell you the who the practitioners are near you but basically what I found is that so many great practitioners have have learned from TBM it's just kind of kept reoccurring in my travels and this guy Tim Tula it also was using TBM in his practice and there's a there's a thing called NET it's always a, an acronym but uh, <laughs> It, uh, it, is a, it is a powerful way of releasing emotions where, again, using muscle testing to find the emotions and then they just have a clearing statement um, of, um, you know, to, to, clear the, to um, clear the emotion. But what, so this guy, Tim Tula, what he discovered, and I've just kind of, you know, been Skyping with him um, a few months ago, is um, he found using um, water structuring devices. So I'm not sure if you've come across the de devices that you pour water through and it, and it structures the water. No. Um, so there's, I mean, there's di many different brands. The one he recommends is called Natural Action Technology. Um, I think it's just naturalactiontechnologies.com, but there's there's lots out there and the, there are a lot of good ones. But um, kind of hard to, I was trying to explain it visually, but it's basically you, you you pour water through, and it goes. What it does, it mimics nature. So the most you know powerful water is you know at the bottom of a waterfall kind of thing, because it's basically um, you, you kind of scalar energy kind of thing using rocks and stuff. The energy of the water kind of builds up and changes its structure. So like you know what the bleep showed us with the water experiment that you know water carries energy and information. And so, anyway, using this device, he found with his patients if they had a, you know, they had an issue with something, you know, say they had an um, an issue with their with their wife, um, he found that if he put this device in the in their ear, because basically it's, 
it's pointing at one end where the water comes out. And he found that if he spoke to them and then he got them to do a clearing statement like, you know, say if the wife's name was Shirley and, the, and then the, uh, the patient said, um, you know, I'm okay with Shirley and, and Shirley's okay with me. I'm not okay with Shirley and Shirley's not okay with me. Basically, just in the same way, this is pretty out there, I know, but in the same way is that the, the device structured the water, it then structures the person's thoughts because they're now hearing the thought and in, a, in a different pattern. And the way, like muscle testing, he used leg, leg length testing. So if you've been to a chiropractor, you stand on the, you know, you're basically on the bench and then one leg is longer than the other. But then, you know, the, the patient would think about Shirley and then they'd be all bent out of shape. They would do this, you know, do the clearing statement. It's a bit longer than what I'm telling you, but I don't want to bore your audience. And he then would re retest the leg length and go, okay, I want you to talk, think about Shirley. And then the leg uh, would be perfect level, which basically mean, means that there was no charge on, on Shirley and then that the body was dealing with it, if that makes sense. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Um, I haven't ever heard of that before. Um, it's, it's interesting. Um, so what results do people see when they when they work on all their emotional stuff so they do whatever works for them because there's so many different ways to to do this so if they do you know the any of that and then they start to feel better what what do they notice in their lives yeah i mean obviously you know for me um you know chronic fatigue so fatigue was my big issue so i just started to get my energy back and you know i was able to work again and then you know then you know have a girlfriend again because i had i didn't have any energy for all that and i was you know basically just moping around um you know watching tv and sleeping all day and so you know basically <clears throat> you know in extreme cases just getting your life back you know getting your energy back you know and obviously big time is you know hamers people the cancer you know the the cancer clears and they you know get their life back and they're cured of cancer or um you know, so it's different, for, and for people who who don't have too much wrong with them, you know, I think it's just a, a sense of well-being and just feeling lighter and having more energy and not being triggered so much. For you know, when the person cuts you off in the traffic, you're not triggered by it. You're just like oh, you know, on your merry way kind of thing, and you're not getting fired up and triggered over over little things kind of thing. I think that's that's what you start to notice, and you know, I've <clears throat> I've definitely got a long way to go. I'm um, you know, I'm I'm a lot better than I was five years ago, but you know, I'm still on the journey, and I don't kind of profess to be, um, you know, holier than thou and enlightened or anything. But you know, it kind of it really helped me out in um, you know getting my energy back, and that's why I wanted to kind of share this information because you know I think it's important. Well, I'm I'm really glad you did. Um, what are you working on next that people can look forward to? Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a big one, and you know, like I've just mentioned about getting my energy back, is that I um, I basically wasn't you know kind of getting back to where I was in my twenties, and some people would say, well, hello, that's aging, but I was kind of determined to get kind of boundless energy kind of thing, and what I found in my 
kind of journey to getting my health better is that a root canal was also part of the of my issue with the chronic fatigue. And so my next documentary, which I've filmed all the experts, all the dentists and doctors all around the world who, you know, who are the mavericks speaking out about how toxic uh, root canals um, as well as uh, wisdom teeth cavitations and a little bit on, on mercury fillings um, are to the body because, you know, again, going back to the energy system, the root canal Every tooth pertains to an organ, and the root. Once you have a root canal, that organ is shut off. If we think about it from a logical perspective, if we chop our thumb off and try and sew it on, it'll go gangrene and will rot. And if we keep it going on, we'll eventually die. But erroneously, we think with the tooth that it's a dead, inanimate object, and we can have a dead thing in there. But basically, it's a breeding ground for for bacteria and I know we're running out of time, but essentially they've DNA tested a thousand root canal teeth and all 1,000 contain really harmful bacteria, as crazy as leprosy and botulism, but essentially it becomes a breeding ground for bacteria and that's why your body is on high alert the whole time, which stresses your adrenals and your whole nervous system. And um, yeah, so I mean, it's a big... uh, I'm excited about that. When when the movie's done, we'll have to have you to back back on to talk about that more. I'd love that. So, how can people find um, your the Emotion movie if they're interested in watching? Yeah. So the um, so the movie's website is e motionthemovie.com. And uh, but the good news is we've just we've been in talks with Netflix, and hopefully in the next month or two it'll be uh, out on Netflix. So um, that's awesome. Yeah, everyone will be able to see it very easily. Well, that's that's great. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. You're awesome. All right, thank you, and thank you everybody for listening. Be sure to make today a great day. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Please join Dr. Rebecca Risk again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll talk more next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.